I would absolutely love you, Jeff, to for one day fully commit to being Fenster from The Usual Suspects. So just do that <laughs> all day. You can do it. Maybe. Oh, man, that would be a long, hard day for Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Uh. If we each had to be, if we each had to be a Usual Suspects guy, who's who? Oh. Oh. That's a good question. Oh. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, hold on. It's tough. Can I not be dead? <laughs> well, so you want to be Kaiser Soze? Yeah, he really wants to be. Yeah, dude. Well, I feel Nick wants, to, Nick wants to be spacey. Well, that's no, fucked up. No, hold on. Dude. That's what not fuck? what I said. Hold on. What the fuck, dude? No. I think, uh, I feel like, uh, I'm probably like a Kevin Pollock in that world. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I could, I get that. I get it. I get it. Huh. I'm I'm definitely um mm, you know as as much as I don't want to be Stephen Baldwin. You're Stephen yeah, thank Baldwin. You. I'm so glad you said it. I didn't want to yeah. say it for you. Absolutely. So yeah. who's Gavin? Maybe I'm not Kevin Paul. That's tough. Maybe Kaiser Soze is Gavin is Stewart. That's, oh. Oh. That's Kaiser, pretty good. Kaiser Stewart. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Hey, Gracie. Hi. <laughs> Who are you in The Usual Suspects? No <laughs> chance. Wait, movie. what? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you probably haven't seen you, you might not have seen the movie. No, I have no idea, but based on this photo, I'm, I'm feeling drawn to the guy on the far left. Oh, oh wow, Pollock. Oh, yeah. You're Kevin Pollock. Pollock. Interesting. Something about his outfit. Just so yeah, nice. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. What year did this movie come out? What like year? 98, 99, somewhere around there. No, 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 no. It came out 96, before that, didn't 96? it? 95. 95, okay. Yeah. Gracie's yep. the detective. Yeah. It was a movie oh, that maybe. I watched when I was too young and did not enjoy yeah. it all and then came back no. around to later and liked it quite a bit. <laughs> I tried I to go back and watch it a few years ago and I couldn't make it 20 really? minutes in. Yeah. It's a weirdly, it's a weirdly paced and structured movie. It's not bad it's it's very it feels very 90s yeah uh, in a way that. in a way that is like not enjoyable to look at uh oh it yeah really, it's a very ugly it, movie <laughs> also i think incredibly ugly i just i think the movie i mean the, the movie obviously was great for what it was and it mm -hmm. definitely had an impression and it landed hard and yes huge yeah but I think it only—it's only because of the last five minutes of the film. The rest yeah. of the film is exceptionally yeah. mediocre. Yeah. It's the twist. It's the same thing as the fucking—it's yep. the same thing as uh, as the the Bruce Willis movie where he's dead oh, the whole time. Die Hard. Six, Six yeah, Sense. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. Nobody on earth can watch Six Sense twice, <laughs> or yeah. the others, uh, or any of those films where the whole movie yeah. is the hook. But like, I, there's only like I feel like the Usual Suspect has the one other scene where they're like reading the mm. like "Give me all your money" like the stick up yeah. line or whatever. I feel like that's the only other scene from that movie that I remember, and the rest of it is like I don't know, trying to be Heat. Remember Heat? It's mm -hmm. like that. Heat's great. Like yeah, it's kind of like, like Heat not... meets Reservoir Dogs, but not. Yeah, that's a great comparison. Which is weird because Heat came out the same year. What really? Oh, wow. Heat came out in '95. Heat feels like it's older to me than that. Oh, big time. Heat feels like an 89 to me. God damn. Yeah. What about Red Heat? Oh, with oh, uh, the Schwarzenegger with, movie and with Jim Belushi? Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jim Belushi. Oh. That movie uh, is dog shit. That movie <laughs> yes. came out in like uh -huh. 88, 89. 88, 88. Yeah. Dude. Why okay. do you bring that up? Did you just watch it? I watched it a couple of years ago. I was thinking of other Heat movies. 
The Heat. Oh. The Heat's a good movie. Maybe we should maybe we should go through a a, a heat a heat movie era. Ooh. You think so? You you really? So what you're proposing is we watch that movie? <laughs> well, I, it's funny you say that because it's already on my list of movies to watch. I have decided recently I'm going to go through and rewatch every Arnold Schwarzenegger film. That's a mistake. Oh, that's a big mistake. <laughs> I think that's so. a, oh, no, oh, I think dude, oh, I think you're, you're going to I think Oh, yeah. I think you are going to hit I think you're gonna hit it hard, and then all then you're gonna realize like, oh, he's in some bad. Name an movies. Arnold Schwarzenegger movie I don't want to watch. Red Heat, Terminator Genesis. I want to watch Red Ooh. Heat. No, you don't. Oh, Terminator Genesis is a real bad one. I saw Red Heat when I was a kid. I re all I remember is that they were always drinking vodka and it was cold, <laughs> and Jim Belushi was funny. And now I want to watch it, and it'll be like watching it with se seven year old me again. Or oh, fuck, what was I in '88? Uh, 13. Oh. Yeah. I haven't seen this since I was 13. Of course I want to watch it. Terminator Genesis uh, I've never seen. It's really bad. What's the one where there's the clones? You've got like the eyeball thing. The oh. Oh. Total Recall? Oh, the Total Sixth recall? Day? Sixth Total Day? Sixth Day, that was it. Oh, I like I liked Sixth Day. Good movie. Is it? Yeah, I, I like rewatch that one. When when Sean from Mega Sixty Four was getting married, uh, we were all his groomsmen, all like Mega Sixty Four and everything, and he was really really nervous. And we were about to go walk out, like the music started playing, but we were watching End of Days on a TV in this room we were getting ready for. <laughs> and he's like, "Are you guys ready?" And we said, "No, dude, five more minutes. This End of Days is almost done." And he <laughs> he laughed so hard, and he went, "Oh, okay, this is not that serious. We're good. Okay, I don't feel so bad anymore." This is like he felt really good about it after that. I'll always remember that. I, uh, I here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna watch every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, and I'm gonna report back with what the worst one is. Uh, <laughs> red, red Heat. It's, it's gonna take me. It's gonna take me a year to do, probably as often as I watch movies. But I'm gonna try it. When was the last time you watched something like Running Man, which was like in the in like the heat of him? Oh, uh, so I watched Running Man maybe eight nine years ago again, and okay. it's it's not good. It's really not. It's no, such a it doesn't. It doesn't hold it's up. Such a it's bummer. so yeah. cartoony and goofy, and you mm -hmm. don't remember. Like I remember it being so much cooler and darker when I was a kid, and then you see it, yep. and it's just like it's pretty. It's, it's pretty silly. And so what I'm saying is that, um, like, I think that's going to be most of what he has. Yes, I can't wait. I can't. But see, I was a child of that, and so there's a charm to it. I grew up. You know, I, I my entire childhood was Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone in their prime. And so I have an affinity and an affection for those guys that it warms over a lot of bad acting. The idea that you recently revisited The Usual Suspects and was like, ah, that didn't hold up. But you're going to go back and watch Red Heat and think it's going to hold <laughs> is insane. I think... <laughs> I watched Red Heat at first when I was 13 years old. There's a connection there. I watched uh, Usual Suspects when I was... 23 or something maybe have we started <laughs> i don't know hello have and we? welcome to another episode of the <laughs> face podcast my name is jeff ramsey and with me as always gavin free and andrew panton this is episode 190 i believe i think i hurt my throat in worms just now all the yelling yeah really worms throat oh i just had probably the worst performance in worms of my entire life. The one you won or the one you lost? Oh my god. The one I won. <laughs> I was I was thinking Spoilers. about it after we played and I've known you for a very long time. I think I saw a new side of Gavin today. I don't think I've ever seen Gavin like you, that much honest self-hatred. 
Well, I, I was pissing myself off. Like, uh, it's been... I, I've definitely made content moves in my video game playing career. But sure. that typically involves just, like, never breaking in GTA or, like, hitting every bike or, like, firing a rocket launcher the second I pick it up. Pressing the wrong button has never been a content move. I just can't remember the freaking buttons. And it, it, is, it is getting worse as I get older. There is some sort of a spell that is put over you when you play Worms where it just forces you to misremember two <laughs> buttons constantly. I'm just happy we all did it. <laughs> I, I'll never get it right. <laughs> I appreciated I move Gavin did. I think that, that 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 in the future, if you can just keep the team that you use, Gavin, I try to help us out. And I appreciate it. Dude, I'll say this. I'm learning over and over again. There is nothing in worms more dangerous than one single pixel of dirt <laughs> floating in the air that nobody can see. I thought you would have learned that from SnowRunner. That's, that's my experience. I don't have is- the problems in SnowRunner that you do. I think we all do. I don't. I don't think it's just me. I think it's the mud is a tough place. Mud's a tough place, but you got to know how to tackle it. You got to know how to approach it. You got to know how to take it on. I've been working on it. Mud wants to take you down. You don't let mud take you down. You take mud down. That's how trucking works. It does. Yes. Also, the mud will flip you over. (laughs) I was playing with someone recently, and I flipped over, and they they had to stop what they were doing to get me upright again. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, thanks. And then they respawned and they went back to do what they're doing. And I flipped over again 20 <laughs> seconds later. <laughs> yeah. But I was too embarrassed to admit it. So I just sat on my side for like 40 minutes until they were done their thing. And then was like, hey, yeah, you want to come back? You want to you wanna flip me again? I've been stuck here because I don't know how to drive this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a question. Andrew, Andrew, you've been playing a little bit more trucks then? I have been. Yeah, yeah, I am. Next time we record trucks, I will be in a better place. Oh, that's awesome. Dude, that's yeah. really cool. That's I'm actually really happy to hear that. Um, Jeff, you've been playing trucks too, right? Uh, yeah, I play it every night. Oh, you play it every night. Andrew, you've been playing trucks with Jeff? I go to bed too early to play with Jeff. Oh, okay. <laughs> I invited, I found out, I found out a new annoying fact about our friend Andrew. I'm trying so fucking hard I'm trying so hard at two things. I'm trying so hard to accommodate his schedules to get him into trucks with Burndog and Antonio because they're all going to love each other. And I think Gavin can attest to that. And Eric, for that matter, you know them both. And, uh, and then secondly, uh, I am trying so fucking hard not to take it personally that Andrew refuses to play trucks with me outside I gave of you three days, I will say. I go to bed early. You start when I go to bed. If you start at early, you're on the West Coast. Yeah, what? Hey, hold on a second. What time, guys? Real fast. And Andrew, you did. And the, I'm gonna try my best. Uh, I'm 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 really looking forward to those three days in the future when we're supposedly gonna tread together. And I hope it happens. What time would you guys say is too late for Andrew to play trucks with me? Ten forty-five. Yeah, eleven. Probably eleven. Eight p.m. he told me 8 p.m his time is too late to play trucks with him i hop into bed at like 8 15 what What? do you do for the next like four hours (laughs) we want to get deep into to this old man routine that i'm currently in yes because you're surely winding down you're not sleeping anywhere near no no i'm winding down at eight but i'm hopping into bed at around eight between eight and eight 15 i'm climbing into bed and my new thing is and i'm embarrassed to say this I've gotten deep in the Turner Classic Movies channel. 
I'm That's nothing it. embarrassing about that at all. I'm watching 1950s, 1960s movies in bed at 8 p.m. and then falling asleep. I'm an old what, man. Yeah, what was the last? Great. What was the last movie you watched? Uh, I don't remember the name. I came in late on a John Wayne film that was a remake, I guess, of the guy's last movie, but it was reverse. Where it was like the same cast, but John Wayne played uh, the sheriff in the other one, and this time he played the drunk or something. I, I, I'm not really sure. I came in late on it. And I drifted off, but I always called El Dorado, I think. Are you watching them on TV? I'm watching them on TV. I'm opening my TV app, going to the Turner Classic Movie Channel, and just, and catch just letting live. it run. Just whatever's <laughs> happening. No, yeah. I'm, I love that you're doing this. By the way, there's nothing embarrassing about this. For one, old movies are fucking awesome. I pay for Criterion Collection just for this purpose. Yeah. And, and two, I love that you're channel surfing, kind of. We've been talking about it a lot outside of work, and that it sounds it feels almost like you're channel surfing. I realize that I don't necessarily enjoy doing all my own programming. I really yeah. like getting programmed too. And the mm -hmm. idea that I can throw on this thing that I know nothing about is exciting to me. But you could watch the whole movie if you pre-decided like an hour earlier. Yeah, but I didn't. So I just saw the end of it, and I'm perfectly oh. happy with what I saw. And he didn't even <laughs> know the movie existed until it randomly showed up. And yeah, it was a pleasant right, surprise for him. It's kind of like how it's kind of like how when you come over to my house and we pop in cool vids on YouTube and then we just see yeah. what happens. Yeah, it's it's very it's really something. It's really something <laughs> Happy New Year. All right. I mean, I feel like you've just evolved on from what we used to do, which was watch ridiculousness all the time. So I feel like Dude. cool vids is our new Dude. Chanel West Coastless uh, video feed. I fucking saw a stat on Reddit the other day that apparently ridiculousness is on MTV programs 24 hours a day, right? Mm -hmm. Ridiculousness is 21 hours a day of their programming. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, like what? 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 It is the ridiculousness channel now. What's the other three hours? Uh, probably like teen, the teen pregnancy show, teen mom, or <laughs> the like, I teen don't know. pregnancy show, or like Wild and Out with Nick Cannon, or like what, whatever challenge. other shows they, the challenge, maybe, yeah, whatever they're like three hours of primetime is probably, and then every other minute of that channel is ridiculousness, yeah. But those three hours of primetime is right where Andrew is settling in to go to bed, so <laughs> he's got to make a tough decision on what he wants to watch, you know. That's true, Andrew, tonight at 6 p.m., Citizen Kane. Oh, have you ever seen it? Nine, I have. Hey, nine fifteen network. <gasps> I've never seen network, but I've heard. I've seen it referenced my entire life. I don't want to know it's, what it's all about. It's really good, and then also, uh, it definitely made in the seventies. So it's mm. a weirdly, again, a weirdly paced movie, but very good. Is that that? That's the I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take yeah. it anymore. Movie, right? Yup. Yep. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should start a new, you remember last year when I was, I had that little run where I did movie reviews. Mm hmm. Yeah. May, maybe 2024 could see a return, but it's Andrew reviewing TCM movies that he catches. I love <laughs> it. I love it. This and is you'll great. review your Schwarzenegger movies. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> well here. Hey, Jeff, can you give us a review of Hello Dolly or whatever? Oh, dude. Do you want to talk about Hello Dolly? No, I just wanted you to do your review. I didn't want to like talk. Fuck, man! It. I didn't. Uh, I didn't really plan on making a review of the movie, but I will say I just saw it, and what an impression that film left on me. That uh, you ever you ever heard of Barbara Streisand? Yeah. Delightful, absolutely. Well, I get it. Walter Matthau. 
I'd want to marry him too. What an adorable little old curmudgeon he was. That was a fucking great movie. And Michael Crawford was the holy oh, shit, dude, dude, Condor Man, <laughs> Michael Condor Man, Michael Crawford is like he plays Cornelius, I think his name is, and uh, he's basically Dick Van Dyke the entire film, just tripping over stuff, and he's like he's like a cartoon. He's Jim oh, Carrey before Jim Carrey. He's just like all goof. Is he English in it or American? He's American in it. Oh, okay. And he sings the entire, I mean, it's a musical, right? So he sings the entire movie. In all seriousness, though, fucking awesome, awesome film. Really, really good. And, Do you remember uh, the, the name of the sitcom he was in in the 70s? Yeah, Some Mothers Gotta Have Him. Oh, that's very close. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Some Mothers Do Have Him. Oh, Some Mothers Do Have Him. <laughs> <laughs> what a, now that I I've expect you to remember now that I've seen him in Condor Man and Hello Dolly and uh, Jim, a couple of bits uh, of clips that you showed me in in that uh, what an interesting career that dude had do you think yeah. that this is the number one Michael Crawford appreciation podcast I hope so yeah. well I feel like he's come up naturally so many times like I think he came up through Condor Man and Phantom of the Opera separately oh right he was in Phantom as well he was the Phantom. I think we're, <laughs> I think, oh, what, uh, what, you, like, you know how the Taylor Swift, they're called Swifties? Maybe yeah. we're Crawford stands. What are, what are we? Little what crawlies? We, crawlies? Creepy crawlies? <laughs> are, are we crawdaddies? I was, oh, crawdads is exactly <laughs> the word from the words out of my mouth, Jeff. Absolutely. <laughs> I think we're crawdads. Okay. Uh, if, if you look him up, it's movies and shows is some mothers do have them. Hello, Dolly. <laughs> Condor Man. <laughs> Condor Man is listed third? Third? Wow. It's almost like a perfect career. That's awesome. That's so cool. All right, I got to get on the Arnold Schwarzenegger thing. Uh, seriously, okay. though, uh, everybody should watch Hello, Dolly. There's a 10-minute dance scene called The Waiter's Gallop that's so fucking cool. Did you have a movie as a kid? Well, no, it doesn't necessarily have to be as a kid. A movie that you liked, but there was always a part that you would fast-forward? Mm. Uh, yeah, Turner and Hooch when the dog dies. Oh, oh, so you're trying to yeah. avoid the the sadness? Yeah, my I would watch it at my grandma's house, and my grandma would tell me tell me when when I was little and the movie would be on, I would take her hand and make her go into the kitchen because <laughs> <to, laughs> I would just go, "This is the sad part." <laughs> and not, oh, and do you think you can handle it that. now? Uh, yeah, but I don't think I, I think I would cry. I think I would genuinely cry. Can we film you watch it? No! Why would we want to see just, me cry? What? Maybe we should get personal. What? <laughs> this is awful. Why would you want to, you want to see, you want to watch me commit it to film? Yes. Watch well, me cry? I've just yes. never seen you have an emotion that wasn't anger. So I'm just wondering what the range is. <laughs> I have, I have most of, if not all the emotions. He's got, two. he's got anger and thinking about anger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anger and preheating the oven for anger. I used to always, I used to w watch Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory all the time. But there's this part where Charlie's mum just starts singing on her own, mm -hmm. and it was it's so dog shit. I would always skip that part. I I would skip scenes in Terminator and Aliens and Poltergeist because they were too scary. So I'd fast forward through, through that. Stuff. That makes sense. Gracie said that it's an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants when the animated butterfly turns real and buzzed really aggressively. Oh, wow. Ew. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> and then sent us a picture of this fucking thing. Ew. <laughs> episode wormy. 
<laughs> for anyone interested. Oh, man. Gross. Yeah. So I guess this is a movie review podcast now, huh? I I guess. We're I'm 21 gonna go see minutes Beekeeper. in, all we've talked. What'd you say? You're going to go see Beekeeper? Yeah, I'm going to go see Beekeeper. Oh, that's exciting. Are you? Do you think it's going to be good? No. <laughs> I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go see Iron Claw tonight with Millie. Are you really? Oh, yeah. What a cool great. kid, by the way. I was like, hey, let's go have a daddy daughter date. Let's go out and watch, go to a movie. You pick whatever you want to see. And I figured she'd want to see. I don't know. I didn't. I, I the last thing I thought she'd want to see is Iron Claw, but she mm -hmm. likes the bear, so she wanted to see the kid from the bear and uh, Shameless in it. So, uh, I'll I'll let you know. He's not in it a lot. But he is, uh, he's definitely in it. And uh, oh boy, what a story. <laughs> okay. Woof. It could oh, be a fun man. story to watch with my 18-year-old daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me know, let me know how you guys feel coming out of it. Shoot me oh, a text boy. when you're done seeing oh, it. Oh, God. Millie and Isn't I have to. Is true? Millie yes. And I, is there a lot of sex stuff? Because we. <sighs> no. Okay, good. Nope. Okay. Who gets more uncomfortable? Huh? Who, who get Millie or I? Yeah. Oh, it's immediate. I think I, Millie and I are very similar in a lot of ways, and I think we're very similar on the embarrassment scale. I think it's 50 50. <laughs> we never, we couldn't finish the last season of The Boys because we oh. knew there was a scene coming up and we just didn't, we didn't want to get to the scene to even have to stop. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's not, it's not like a sex thing. It's definitely just like the saddest story. It's just okay. sad. Yeah. Oh Oof. man, Millie's Millie is a crier at movies too. Oh, then it's yeah, it's gonna be brutal. Oh, yeah. so am I though. Oh shit, Andrew, you're right. I'm good. <laughs> Did you, have an event? you were muted for a long time there. Yeah, I wasn't feeling too good, so I had to step away for a minute. But I'm good. What? I'm all good. Did you huh? Yeah, I did, but I'm good. What? <laughs> why didn't you throw why up did, on Mike? Why didn't we just stop? Why? Why just didn't stop you throw up on Mike? If I you're did, gonna I throw was... up, bring the microphone with you. Don't bring the microphone. No, 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 no. I was on uh, anti. I'm on antibiotics right now, and it's I think messing with my system a little bit. So. Well, not anymore. They're in the they're in the toilet <laughs> at the moment. But I'm good. What was the last uh, time? What were we talking about? Crime movies, emotional movies. Wait, 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 wait. Did what you... did you last hear? Wait, did you? Uh, I don't were know. Were you recording? Were you recording the whole time? <laughs> no, I muted my mic. But I kept oh, it rolling. No, no, but yeah, you're so so your so your recorded track has you puking in it. No, it's just it's everything's muted. Oh, <laughs> thank God. Mm, I'm disappointed. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Too. Sorry you're sick, but you know I was trying my best. I was holding it out for as long as I could. And I didn't want to make a scene, so I just put in the chat. I have to step away for a moment. <laughs> oh, did I, you write it? I didn't even see that. Yeah. I did. Oh wow. Oh, we did. You've been gone seven be minutes. Yeah, it wasn't a fun time, but I'm back. I'm good. We're talking about crime movies. Well, I was asking if there was a, a movie that you enjoyed when you were younger that you had a, a part that you always skipped. Oh, and that's I picked, a really uh, interesting question. Willy Wonka when that when the the mum starts singing about Charlie. <laughs> Boring. Boring. Yeah. Huh. I don't know if I've ever skipped a scene like. Have you ever cried in a movie? Like so bad that you had to like try to gather yourself because you're embarrassed by the amount you're crying. Up, up. I cried the first five minutes of up. I had to leave. Oh, it's yeah. I it's was a crusher. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> people were looking at me when she fell down. When she, could, she fucking took a knee. Oh my god, dude. Oh my fucking god. Oh, it's brutal. God. Yeah. I just sat outside the theater and cried for a little. It was kind of like that. And it was kind of like when we went to Amsterdam, Gavin. <laughs> 
God. I think I, I saw up three times in theaters and I cried every time in the beginning. Mm. It never, it didn't get easier. I would cry right now if I thought about it too hard. Oh, it's God. so funny to me that like on TikTok, people use the music from that sequence in like a, a pleasant way and it ruins whatever that video is for me. Yeah. I associate totally it as sadness no matter what the, con even though it's uplifting music, it is associated with something incredibly difficult. Hey, can I tell you guys a really brief uplifting story? And then Andrew, I want to I want to talk dentistry after that. If okay, you yeah, no, we got Ooh. to. Uh, so you guys know I have a puppy dog now, right? Little bulldog. Yeah, yeah already. Adrian, do you yeah, remember? Uh, neither of those. Do you remember <laughs> when uh, <laughs> when I had the other dogs and my life was just a constant parade of dog shit everywhere yes. on me at all times? <laughs> yeah. Man, Welcome I back. must be magnetized <laughs> to dog shit. The other day, I didn't even get a chance to tell you guys, but I think I told Andrew, but I didn't tell you guys because we got distracted. But when we sat down to record the last episode of Face, when I sat down to do my mic checks and stuff, I just sat down in my chair Indian style and I started working, checking, setting up the mic and everything. And I looked, I smelled something a little weird. I looked down, there was just dog shit all up and down my leg. I, on the inside of my pants. <laughs> oh, I don't know God. where it came from or how it got there. That's why I had to run and change pants real fast. La night before last, I You're took oh. I took Henry out. Or not Henry, sorry. I took the other dog, the new dog out. Henry's dead. Uh, I took the new puppy out to go to go potty, and he went out, and it was dark, right? Like it was so late, and I have like uh, like lights out in my backyard, but after uh, midnight or whatever, they turn off, and so it was dark, and I just set him on the ground, and he went out, and I saw him squat and pee and poop or whatever, and then he came back to me, and I picked him up, and I was walking through the house, and the house was all dark because we were going to bed. But em Emily was working on the computer doing some Clutch My Pearl stuff. And I walked over to her and I was holding, I was cradling the puppy and holding him. And she's like, oh, give me the baby. And so I gave him to her and then she cradled him. And I walked into the bedroom and I started to get undressed. And I looked, I turned the light on and I looked down and there was just dog diarrhea all on my shirt. And I was like <laughs> horrified. I had just seen it. And right as I heard, I saw it. I heard Emily screaming from the other end of the house and she just came running and I guess I had handed her a dog covered in poopy diarrhea and <laughs> she, we had both just like cuddled him and caressed the the doo-doo into our clothes and she it was it was it was pretty gross. Has he got a bit of a yucky tummy at the moment? He's fine. He's fine. I think that he had a little bit of a yucky tummy that day, but he's fine. Who's fine? Yeah. The puppy. Damn it. <laughs> Are you sure when you sat cross-legged and there was shit on your leg, it's from the dog? Yeah, it was dog doo-doo. I'm You're quite sure? familiar You're with sure. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You're sure? 100 percent I'm just checking. I'm just asking. Uh, anyway, that's my uh covered myself in dog shit story for this week. Though I'm sure there'll be another one next week. Oh, we I can't got wait. countless content of you and shit in the near future. We got potentially 500 weeks worth of potential shit stories. That's true. You got, you got about 11 more years of it before, uh, <laughs> before he kicks the bucket. Uh, well, speaking of ongoing stories that Jeff has, I went to the dentist. I haven't been to the dentist in a while. Probably like 12 years was the last time I went to the dentist. Oh my God. It's been a long time. My old <laughs> dentist <Why>? retired. Uh <laughs> I don't have, well, like as a contractor, I don't have insurance. My old one retired. There's anxiety about it. And just as I said before, this is the year of, of self-care for me, sort of my general goal. So I went. Um, 
Also, you, because go ahead. Did you follow your old dentist to the old folks' home, and is it the same <laughs> old folks' home where you get your hair cut? There is not a dentistry <laughs> office in that old folks' home, or otherwise I would have. So I had to find an entirely new dentist, which is a process within itself. But I found one. I've been dealing with some tooth issues for a while now, and I finally got everything checked out. Did the the x-rays and all that went great. It was a really good experience. It was an awesome time. I just got to hang out and watch SpongeBob. It was great. There's a was kid, I guess, before me. Uh, no worms. Oh. Zero worms. <laughs> but uh, I, I do have to get two root canals done. And after oh. all of Jeff's stories, mm. it's, it's, uh, it's an intimidating process. I mean, that also didn't help in me avoiding going, having to hear the, the horrors of Jeff for like a year straight. Of can, all these different things. Well, can I can I ease your your pain just a little bit? Just, just to give you a, a, a ray of hope. I didn't tell anybody this, but I went to the dentist last week for my uh, teeth cleaning and checkup, and uh, my teeth are great, and there were no great. issues. Great, and I was in and out in thirty minutes, and I didn't. They did nothing. Excellent. So you might have a future like that uh, very soon, Andrew. Yeah, it's not just yeah. the root canals too, though. You have to get some fillings as well. Yep, fillings, root canals, all that fun stuff. So like, yeah, three years from now, based on your timeline. I'll be all good, but what really cracked me up is, so they do the x-rays, and they, they go through the process, and they're like, blah, blah, this tooth needs this, blah, 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 and then they explain it to you at the end, and they explain everything, and said, like, oh, you're going to need two root canals, and at the very end, they looked at me, and they said, uh, I don't know if you know what a root canal is, and then they went into explaining it, and internally, it was so hard not to laugh, being like, I have listened to three years of content about the horrors of root canals. If there's anyone who is informed on root canals without having one, it is me, so I am locked in and excited to go through this process, and we can share notes, Jeff, of what our experiences are like. Can I give you three pieces of really good, really salient advice right now? No. Anyway, Gavin, proceed with whatever. No, I, I, I want to hear the advice. I'm kidding, obviously. Please. Uh, <laughs> I think I've said this on the podcast before, but when they numb your mouth up, get extra shots. Tell them you oh, can yeah. still feel it, even if they don't. It, it, okay. it'll, it'll, it'll pay dividends later. It'll also keep your mouth number longer so that when it, uh, when it starts to eventually wake up at home, you got just a little bit more of a reprieve. And uh, I would be very, very... Uh, get Novocaine if you, or get nitrous if they offer it. You definitely want it. It'll make your life a lot easier. It'll make it a lot easier not to focus on the pain. Uh, and then the other one is just be aware. This is just a little bit of advice. Just be aware about half of the root canals I had ended in me having to see a root canal doctor called an endodontist. A lot of dentists do root canals, but if it gets if it goes squirrely in any way whatsoever, they're gonna sit. They're gonna patch you up and send you to an endodontist. So just be prepared that that's a potentiality. That you, you might uh, you might have to deal with. Yeah, like Nick's dad was an endodontist. It's basically a, a dentist who who does root canals all day long, like oh, specify wow. like spe specifically root canals all day long. And so they have special tools. They have uh, stronger tools. They have more access to to handle like more difficult issues. And so just just be aware of that may don't be freaked out if they get halfway through after you know three hours in your mouth and then go okay uh, I'm gonna plug this up and then I'm gonna have to send you to see a specialist. That's right. <laughs> okay. Great. That great is great. Why wouldn't you go to an endodontist first? You could. Oh. I assume it's more expensive to go to a specialist. I feel like whenever you see a specialist, it'll increase the cost. It's possible. I yeah, it, it's possible. 
when I was dealing with all those issues, I was always in so much pain. I was just like, I'll pay anything. I don't care. I don't, oh, yeah. I won't, even, I won't even look at the receipt. Just take my money and make it go away. And I will say, as like someone who doesn't have insurance, it was a lot cheaper than I anticipated, which was nice. But That's great. Well, Canada um, has some form of uh, national health care system, right? Not for dentistry. Like They just oh. enacted a plan for dentistry this year, and it's still super limited. So going forward, it, you'll have access to like basic cleanings and checkups and all that stuff will be covered under the plan. But previously to this, no. That's great. Just like general medical. Do coverage. we have a, a physicist update? Have you got hold of anyone? No, shockingly, nobody's replied. Bill Nye did not respond to the tweet. Which is a disappointment, but you know, I don't even know. Maybe, been, uh, go ahead. The, the, I mean, the comments, <laughs> the comments on this standing <laughs> desk problem are blowing my mind. Yeah, you seem annoyed by some of them. I don't understand how hard it is for people to understand the concept. Someone wrote, <laughs> I won't name them and shame them. If you line up 10 cars bumper to bumper and they all travel at one mile an hour, and Gavin is strapped to the front of the lead car. Gavin would travel at one mile an hour. Um, yeah, that's true. That's also nothing like what, <laughs> what the experiment is. That's, that's completely different. Also true. If I was juggling three balls, all balls would... I would be juggling three balls. That's the same. It's a completely different experiment. <laughs> okay, but what if you were strapped to the front of the car while juggling the three balls? It would be harder to juggle, but once again, a completely different scenario. <laughs> so you haven't been swayed into this is uh, you're wrong by any of the comments you've seen so far. I'll be honest. I thought it would be an overwhelming amount of people agreeing with me, which I feel like there are. There's a, there's a yeah. ton. But yeah, for sure. I'm now wondering how I even explained it because some people are so confused. That you explained it pretty clearly. As a matter of fact, somebody in the <laughs> on the the face subreddit <laughs> made an animated GIF of it in action, and it makes perfect sense. And you could just go look at that animated GIF to understand what's happening. You know what I'm talking about? Did you see that? I haven't seen that. No. I also saw a comment that was <laughs> that I said it. that I should have said all the desks were motorized raising with their motors instead of magically moving at one mile an hour. Mm. Sorry for not specifying that no magic was involved. Yeah, it, I mean... <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting really wrapped up about something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. Uh, that I, animation is absolutely it. That's exactly what yeah. I'm picturing. Yeah. yeah. You say no magic is involved. If I walked into a room where there were 10 desks stacked on top of each other and a hot dog on top, I'm thinking something magical happened. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm putting that in the magical department. <laughs> I'm probably leaving the building. Gracie, where do, you, where, where do you stand on this now? Gavin, I can't, I can't keep talking about this. <laughs> that, what, but what have you read about it? I mean, some, I will say somebody <laughs> defended me in the fact that the motors aren't going to work. That was irrelevant of the, of the scenario. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was. irrelevant because if we're actually going to put this to the test, that's going to happen. All right, if we put it to the test, we'll stick the first desk on its side against a wall and we'll have them all go out sideways. What, what Gavin is saying is he's going to magic the desk so they work the way <laughs> no that he magic. wants them to. And then no, just put a see. stronger motor on. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Jesus, I didn't mean to shut the podcast down with one fucking I mean, suggestion. Nobody had I mean, nothing. I mean, I mean yeah, they, they make stronger motors. We also don't know how strong the motor on a standing desk is. It might be plenty strong. I don't think it's, it's that strong. But it was more about the theory of the problem. 
I mean, yes, uh, the, a box standard standing desk motor might not be able to support nine other desks, <laughs> but in theory. Okay. You know those like <laughs> Nerf launchers where you like pump the rocket and then you hit the thing and then it launches up? Or is there a standing desk equivalent to that? Can we pump the power up and then just launch them? Because I didn't even know standing desks had a motor. How do you think they stand? I just assumed that they would like lock into place, like it was bracketed. What you you'd like lift them? So like you've li you've got your computer and all your your printer and all your heavy shit on it, and then you just like lift it up, and somebody like just when you say it like that, place. yeah, it makes sense that it's motorized. I just have never had one and haven't really thought about standing desks. Yeah, no, it would mean yeah, it would need a motor. It's a good point. Gracie or a pump. Said Gracie said, I need this conversation to end indefinitely. Uh, it's never, ever going to. Welcome. Hey, welcome to podcasts. This is your grandma. You're never getting away. For the rest of your life, you're never getting away with this one. Yeah. That's the worst news. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you, you need to be focused on your croutons more than anything. Oh, the crouton off. Oh, yeah. I'm excited yeah. about this. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to push it till next week, right? Because we're not doing the apples tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have to. We'll find a day after this. We'll figure it out, but we'll find a day next week where we can get croutons, and then we have. I got. I have a box of at this point twenty eight apples from Cosmic Crisp sitting in. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, I think the the idea Eric presented is we all come over to my house and we each make our own apple pie using the Cosmic Crisps, but. Don't get too excited. Hold on, yeah, hold on, Nick. Oh. But nobody can use a recipe. <laughs> you just have to figure it out. We we'll just figure it out. Oh, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. I also think we should make applesauce because I don't know how to make applesauce, but it seems like it would be easy. Yeah. I think you just have to smush oh. apples. We just need an apple smusher. Oh no, you can you can fuck. I followed a recipe. I've made applesauce once in my life, and I followed a recipe, and I misread teaspoon for tablespoon. And I put a tablespoon of cinnamon in instead of a teaspoon of oh. cinnamon. And uh, it turned bright orange. And uh, I ate it for quite a while going, well, this wasn't very good. And then I explained what I had done. And uh, don't uh, use a teaspoon. Cinnamon, very overpowering. Is it a tablespoon, two teaspoons? I'm not a spoon guy. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> consult with someone else. Why did it turn orange? I just whatever the brownish like you know the color of yeah. cinnamon the that that uh, shape there was so much cinnamon in it compared to anything else that it sh shifted the tone the that'd shade be that'll be fun we could create regulation applesauce that'd be great three teaspoons okay I'm a big fan of applesauce we have plenty of cosmic crisps to do it as they have sponsored us and then went here's a bunch of apples it's so <laughs> thank God Eric was funny too because he was like. We were talking about this earlier today, and he's like, "Yeah, I was kind of freaking out because I thought, I thought, uh, oh shit, we we have we have to cancel tomorrow because Gavin can't make it." And he's like, "Oh, what am I gonna do with these apples?" Then I realized, "Oh right, they keep for a year. We got yeah, all these the apples time are in the world. just fine. They're not going anywhere." I love them so much. I finally got the ad copy for Cosmic Crisp, and it's just it's filled with uh, face references naturally. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, it's. I can, uh, if I can pull it is up, is that Ken's doing, or did they come up with that? I bet. They I don't did. know. Oh, I think it's. I think it's them. Did you see their tweet from the other day? I did. Where they tweeted a picture of their apple and called it a regulation apple. That's great. <laughs> They're the best. They rule.
every other Apple or, or not Apple, I haven't done any other Apple reads, but every other product read is always like, go to our store, buy this. Like we have a sale on, which is totally understandable. Like I'm not critiquing that, but theirs is just go to our website and look at our recipes. Essentially. It's great. They don't necessarily have a great reason to sponsor their show, but they support us and we they're just them. supporting us. And which yeah, is wonderful. Fantastic. I, and, uh, I gotta say, out of all the st- all the dumb, silly, funny successes we've had in this podcast, like <laughs> like one of my favorite things was the was the variety omission. But I think seeing <laughs> the tweet where they called their apple a regulation apple might have been like the most exciting, like the proudest moment I've had in face so far. <laughs> this, like best. a real company called their real product our fake thing. I just thought that was really cool. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's, how you, that's, awesome. that's how you know you've made it in life when you get the name an Apple. When it comes to comedy, it's all about teamwork, setting things up, knocking out jokes. When you think of some of the great comedy duos like Key and Peele or Abbott and Costello, uh, Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder, there's just such a great balance and teamwork between the two. But what about the perfect duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling sloppy jizz bingo or pizza cutters, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I think is so amazing about Shopify is no matter where it is you want to grow or or what type of business you want to develop, they will be with you every step of the way. They will be there to empower you and allow you to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because business that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash face, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash face now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Let me reread that for you. That's shopify.com slash face to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash face. Oh, man. That's a big responsibility, naming an apple. Do you have to like, create yeah. your own apple? Could you imagine? Scratch? I couldn't. No, I, 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 we can't even name a podcast, never mind an apple. I would think <laughs> if you were going to start naming fruit, you'd want to start with a lesser fruit, like a more niche fruit, and then work oh. your way up. What's your least, what's like the least fruit then? What's the bottom? Bottom of fruit? Yeah, what's the bottom of fruit? Maybe like a, a honeydew melon or something? Yeah. Oh, I, that's Honeydew good- melons. It's pretty low. I mean, it's good still. Don't get me wrong. I'm not shitting on a honeydew melon. I'd eat it, you know? It's just filler. <laughs> it's good enough. It's, it's fruit, fruit salad, salad filler. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I, yeah, I think you could, but I think you could get away with renaming honeydew. Yeah. 
Like, how would you? What would you rename Honeydew to? See, this is why we have to start at the bottom because if I mean, just to, not to be able to pop off. It's, not good. Honey would be my. Honeydew's also a pretty good name. It's a better name than the than the. It's a way better. One. A honeydew sounds delicious. Like how do you right, improve but, upon but it's that? Not. I don't know you can. Like it's a no, trick. it's not. Yeah, it is a trick. It's a great name. I think we have a word like what about um what's what's uh, uh, uh here's the, one the, here's one grapefruit. <laughs> Thank you. Grapefruit. You're gonna. It's name not it a grapefruit. Grapefruit's a great fruit. Doesn't look oh. anything like a grape. It's a fucking stupid name. Rename I'd a grapefruit. Be very confused. I'm sorry. Mega I thought, orange. I thought you were <laughs> renaming honeydew to grapefruit. I'm sorry. No. I got, oh, no. I, I was just thinking of new fruit because you can't improve on honeydew. There's no okay. way to improve on honeydew. It's already a better name than the fruit. We got to find another. We have, we have to find a fruit that's got a name that's worse than the fruit. And that's definitely grapefruit. Hmm. So what would be. So grapefruit. It's pink on the inside. Mm. Mm. It's big. It's It's sour. It's a drink. Mm. It's what, a very drinkable what, fruit. What's what, Gracie, what did you write? Is I'm that what you want to rename it to? I'm looking at a list of weird fruits. Oh. What is a oh. ram <laughs> rambutan? What the? Rambutan? Rambutan. What is it? What type of fruit I is thought, that? Again, guys, we need to keep things straight. I thought that she wanted to rename grapefruit to Rambutan. <laughs> <laughs> what was going on? <laughs> I would I would rename a radish Red Heat. <laughs> I love that. Uh, that's great, dude. That's great. Let's let can we make is that? Jim Belushi gonna sponsor it? I think the most disturbing looking fruit on Gracie's list is an Aki. Yeah, I'm looking at it too with yeah. the triple eyeballs. What is going on there? They look like poimels. Oh, they do look like poimels. You know, now that you mentioned it, Gavin, they are a little arousing. <laughs> All right. You imagine six of them on a on a muscular back. Oh, we getting another smut novel? <laughs> we still have to finish the first one. I, that's oh my yeah, fault. when do we? When are listen, we rounding off listen, our I, I'm sorry. I, I've been so distracted by this goddamn dog and trying to get into a routine with the dog that it's really fucked up my ability to, to, to get some of that stuff done. I'll get in touch with you soon, Gavin. Okay, because I'm ready. I'm ready to finish off. I'm ready to add those new characters. I got to say, most of, these, most of these names are pretty good. I want to add the new characters, too. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> Passion Fruit is a good name. Dragon Fruit's a good name. Dude, Breadfruit is a dog shit name. <laughs> is there a wet fruit? Maybe that's what we should rename breadfruit to. Oh God, acai—that's fun to say. Acai is a lot of fun to say. It's a great name. Is that how you say it? That's one of those words that I just look at but never say out loud. Yeah, that's <laughs> pomelo. Pomelo is a good name. That's a better name for a grapefruit than grapefruit. It's essentially the same thing. But here we are talking about fruit again. You can't go wrong with fruit. <laughs> I had an idea for a food challenge. I know I'm in the middle of one with Gracie right now over the uh, croutons, but I had an idea for a for a food challenge that I don't think anybody could complete, and I would be interested to see how Ooh. close we could get. How you guys feel about bread? I love bread. Oh, dear. You think you feel like you could eat a lot of bread, right? Like no, like, no, no. I don't feel like I could eat a lot of it, but I like it. I do. Like I get one of those like baguettes or something. I could just be like, no, 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 eat the whole thing. Uh, like it's disappearing in a like in a fucking pencil sharpener, just like cram it in. Uh, <laughs> But uh, you know what no one could eat all of, I've decided? I was thinking about it at the grocery store the other day. A loaf of what? white bread. A full loaf? 
Just like a full ass loaf of Iron Kids white bread or like Sunbeam white bread. In one just, go? Just peel it off and just eat like uh, just a fucking, just a slice of bread at a time. How far I don't could you see get? why I couldn't do that. You would be so, first off, bored. And secondly, <laughs> it, you would get three pieces in and you'd be like, I'm out. <laughs> so no, you can't put butter on it or anything? It has no, you're to just, just plain? you're just eating plain bread. Crusts? You got to eat the crust and you're not, okay. and you, and you can't toast it. It's, it's got to be as it comes out of the bag. I feel like toast is kind of as it, there's nothing added. There's no toast. Okay. <laughs> Everybody wants to eat a loaf of toasted bread. Nobody wants to eat <laughs> a loaf of regular bread. That's the point. I'm it thinking maybe sucks. I could take the, the bread and smush it down back to sort of a doughy texture and get more in. That's certainly that is certainly a tactic you could try. I feel like you'd walk a dangerous line of making yourself puke in the process of doing yeah, it. Yeah. I like you think smashing it like into the shape of an apple and then eating it like an apple would help. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, apple bread. <laughs> Sign That's me up bread for fruit. apple. That's bread fruit. <laughs> Maybe that's what we do in 2024. We just make, we take bread and shape it into other fruits. We, we must be able to get a mold of an apple and cram an entire loaf into it. And then just use hydraulics to smush it into an apple. Yeah, I think we could do that. I'm pretty sure we could do that. So outside of shit being everywhere, Jeff, how is the new dog? What's the experience like so far? Uh, he's already started chewing on my wall. Not excited about that. Gonna have, to, <laughs> gonna have to get some. Gonna have to get some molding replaced. How does he get a good purchase on a wall? Like on the corner? No, you know how like in my well, maybe you don't, but in my hallway, going from the kitchen to the bedroom, there's like I don't know shit on the wall, like a uh, wainscoting almost on the wall. It's like a pattern. He just like mm. gnawed on a fucking hunk of that. <laughs> I was thinking maybe you could like wood putty it back, but it's not. It's just fucking wrecked. It's absolutely <laughs> wrecked. Um, other than that, he's good. He sleeps through the night. He, uh, if I stay on top of him, he doesn't really have any accidents in the house. He took a dump in the house yesterday, but that's because I think I left him in his pen for just a little bit too long. Um, other than that, as long as I maintain eye contact or eyesight on him at all times, so I can stop him from destroying my house, we're good. <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of work having a puppy. Do you think Again. you made the most of the in-between period where you had no dog? Yeah. Emily and I have had the conversation. And I'll, let me preface this by saying we're very happy with the dog. The dog is adorable. It's very sweet. It's a very good dog. He's going to be a great dog. He's already a good dog. Which dog? Uh, the new dog. But <laughs> we both had the conversation that, you know, because Henry died and I, Arrow died right at two years ago now. Henry died uh, two Octobers ago. And we were like, yeah, we could have waited another six months. We could have probably waited another six, nine months before we we did this, but then we wouldn't have this dog, right? Then we wouldn't have this wall-chewing little monster. That's fair. It'd be some other wall-chewing monster. Is, is it, uh, I'm trying to think of how to ask this without making it feel like I'm uh, judging your time. Go for uh, it. You were asked if you feel like you made the most of your time without dog or in between dog of having a dog and not having a dog and everything. What what did you do that like you couldn't do with a dog where you felt like ah uh, that was the maximum use? Like that was the best use of my time. I traveled with with uh, a lot easier, you know? 
I traveled without having to make arrangements with the at the to get the dog boarded and then have to, you know, leave three hours earlier to go to the airport so I could swing up to North Austin to drop him off at the boarding place and then worry about him being in, you know, worry about the dog for four days while we're in New York or whatever, and then having to race home and try to get home before the boarding house closes or pay another day a boarding fee. You know, all that stuff you don't have to worry about anymore. Uh, you never find yourself out and about and be like, oh, shit, I got to get home and let the dog out to pee or he's going to be fucking, he's going to be going crazy. Or, or oh, it's about seven. We could, we could stay out later, but we really do need to feed the dog. All that stuff. You know, all the just the responsibility stuff of it. I just I enjoyed not having those moments. I also enjoyed not taking a dog to the vet twice a week for a year, which is what oh, I was, was doing. That, was that, that was happening a lot. <laughs> yeah, especially for the last year, they were both alive. It was just like I was at the vet every. I was at the vet and the dentist every oh. week. G- Gavin, you have to do that with cats or what? Or do you just kind of no. like leave them at home? Leave leave them. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's it's also checking. they can live they can live ages. <laughs> <laughs> It's also because I had elderly dogs that, you know, Henry, Henry had a, uh, a tumor wrapped around his spleen and one around his heart for the last year and a half he was alive. And so we were managing that and, you know, Arrow had all manner of problems. And so that's why they had to go to the vet so much, but I just, the, just not having to worry, you know, not having to worry about being home at a certain time or I don't know. It's just less responsibility was nice. I definitely enjoyed it. Does baby David have a favorite toy yet? Uh, that's not that's not his name. Um, yeah, he really likes uh any shoe that you're wearing. (laughs) (laughs) So like, if I'm wearing like right now, I'm wearing a pair of Nikes. He like that's his favorite toy. If I take those off and put on a a pair of Vans, that would become his favorite toy. Mm. My shoelaces, and uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all he gives a shit about. That in the wall. Okay. Do you do you have a a skill that you put a lot of time into when you were younger that you thought would be more useful and become a bigger part of your life, but just never did. Do you? I feel like I got really good and I put the time and effort into that thing where you put your hands together and you, you boost people up and help them like climb over a fence and stuff. Uh huh. You got really good at that. Yeah. I was just solid at it. I just thought, you know, this is worth, this is a skill. It's worth being good at. And then it just went away. Like, I don't even remember the last time I did it. Should it was we, just gone from my life, and uh, sh- I'm a should, little bit disappointed. Should we try it soon? <laughs> to see if I still got it? Yeah. Just, what was your, did you have a method? Uh, just, you know, you just sort of bounce with the person as they're running up. You just sort of <laughs> become, become like a flowing motion. Yeah. It's about m- momentum, I think. <laughs> and grip. And that, that was your, and that's your skill? Yeah, it's just a skill that, you know, I invested time. I put the skill points in. It was like an early skill tree that has been a, a waste of points. <laughs> I think I put all my early skill tree points into jumping ramps on BMXs. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty really? much all I cared about when I was a kid. But you probably got good use out of those points. I mean, not... I don't jump shit now. <laughs> I've retired since that one, since my badass slow-mo video we did a couple of years ago, which is available on the face YouTube and uh, Rishti's site. You, oh, you don't think right. you'll, you'll do stunt too? Oh, I haven't wow. really, I haven't really, I gotta be honest with you. Even since then, I think I've slowed down a little bit. Yeah. I don't really even ride my bike in that way anymore. I'm pretty just like, you know, go forward, stay on the ground. 
Uh, I'm not as uh, adventurous as I used to be. I think I'm getting closer to death. Jesus Christ! <laughs> that's what it, that's what it is, right? You just you slowly dying day by day by day until and and you just diminish a little bit at a time until you look up and you realize you've diminished to such a degree that the thing you did six months ago you don't do anymore because you're not as much of a human now as you were then. So I'm just like I'm four years past jumping shit in a ditch. <laughs> so every day. Every day you're dying a little. Well, I guess everyone is dying every day. You definitely are, yeah. <laughs> Do you think you've had a single day where you weren't dying? In my life? Yeah. Like like a day that just extended your life a little bit. Certainly, right? <laughs> I mean, I couldn't tell you what that day would be. So I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you what that day would be, but there must have been one. How about you? Do you think you've had a life extending day? I'm trying to wonder if there was a day where I just all I did was exercise and eat well, <laughs> but I don't know if that's ever happened. When you said life extending day, I I thought it was something more like mental or like spiritual. I didn't consider just working out and eating just well clean for living. One day. Yeah, yeah, I well, didn't think about. What were you yeah. thinking then? Uh, just, you know, like the birth of a child or like something that was like fulfilling in a way where it made you understand like, oh, there's more than just like a daily grind kind of a thing where you're just like, wow, I feel like an ex like an extended part of this universe. That's what I thought you meant. Um, uh, and not like, oh, I, <laughs> I ran good on the treadmill. Birth of a child <laughs> extends your joy and happiness and heart uh -huh. and all of those things it does not extend your life. At all. Oh, no. well, I feel like you, you immediately spend a lot of time very tired after that. Exhausted, stressed out, and uh, and then you just watch this thing grow and become more complicated and wonderful and 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 just recognize that as it's growing up, you're growing down. It just becomes a marker <laughs> to see how much you're dying as it's as it's living. <laughs> it's like a death barometer. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Millie in, in some ways is like my death barometer. Yeah, the older she gets, the closer to death I know I am. Oh my god. I I remember I had a friend who had kids and then he his grandparents met like the baby and uh his grandparents went, "Well, I guess we're great grandparents now." They they don't really make great great grandparents, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know how like you know how like if you if you were to take some stock right now and you were to look back and think 20 years ago and you'd be like wow that was a long time ago but it seems like yesterday mm -hmm. like I'm yeah. 48 I can remember being 28 28 does not feel that long ago pretty soon you're gonna have that thought but you'll be like 85 and you're close to death and this will seem like yesterday to you isn't that weird oh, yeah. <laughs> well 20 enjoy this moment right now because pretty soon you're gonna be remembering this moment and how you didn't appreciate it enough and you'll be like you're gonna be like life sucks i'm old and everything's broken and it hurts and my dick fell off and my heart is in pain and that'll be the best you can enjoy oh it, it is weird thinking back to world war ii and stuff and how in the grand scheme of everything it was pretty recent but also to think that it was more like 75 years ago or something but when I was born, it was only like four decades ago. It is, it is weird, too, because I, I listened to this podcast recently, well, a couple months ago now, about uh, this guy who's talking about 
near past versus far past. And he was saying that at a, the 50-year mark, about the 50-year mark for a society, everything that happened more than 50 years ago, we completely and totally lose touch with and frame of reference for. Like, we're good... We can understand things up to about 50 years ago, but once we hit that 50-year mark, our understanding and compassion and care just falls off a cliff. And so our collective history is really only about 50 years. And so every, you know, once you're like 55, Gavin, you're just going to be shitting out a year's worth of memories every year of your life, <laughs> as the rest of the world does too. Yeah, it is weird watching the world forget stuff. Even looking at like the space stuff they're doing now and all their rocket launches and how they're all cheering and celebrating when a rocket doesn't explode mm -hmm. <laughs> or when like most of the boosters turn on. But it's like, didn't we used to have a pretty good record of doing that? Like with people in them? <laughs> I feel like everyone's <laughs> forgot everything. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, the scale that I judge it by is uh, I remember a time before Homeland Security, and there are a lot of people who don't because mm. they weren't born then. And uh, if you think about that and then go back further and go like, oh, there are people who remember before the CIA, which is a <laughs> relatively new thing in the scope of not just like people, but like the nation. And it's like I, you, when you're talking about forgetting things to me, it's the laying down the foundations of like weird new institutions that we go, oh, yeah, that's always been here hasn't always been here very i feel weird. like that with tsa there you go it's that that's like brand new yeah gracie said she's never experienced pre-tsa wow it's uh it's amazing how quickly when something is adopted you just get used to it yep and then how the next generation is just born with it they have it and they go i guess it's just how it was and then you go down the road and it's just an established thing and the CIA is just there. It's crazy. <laughs> it's uh <laughs> okay. It's uh it's almost it's like it being in Austin. You drive down the road and there's just a fucking crane in the middle of a block just ripping up a building and you're like, "What the fuck was that building yesterday?" And real you realize you drove by that building every day for 20 <laughs> years, but the second they tore it down, you've completely flushed it from your memory. And then the next day, it's a new building. And you're like, was there an old building there a week ago? And you just fucking, it's gone. Yeah, the next time I come to your house, can I take something and see if you notice what I took? Awesome. Yeah. That, that wow. rules. Can what you? What are the limits? <sighs> it can't be anything Emily's. Well, how do I know? Well, you'll have to talk to her. <laughs> Work it out with her. She won't tell me. <laughs> Emily is here's one thing I'll say about my wife that uh, is wonderful and frustrating about her Emily remains true to the bit so that's true if, that's, if the, that's tremendous about her if the bit is uh, getting one over on me she will be the best fucking partner you have and she will not let it slip I want to see how big an item I can take without you noticing okay I bet I'll fucking notice but we'll find out what celebrities do you guys think will exist past 50 years? That are alive now? Yeah, that are big celebrities right now. Like, if you think about it, like, like Taylor Swift is probably the most famous person in the world, yeah. I would think. 50 years from now, will people still remember Taylor Swift? Or 50 years after she dies, will people still remember Taylor Swift? Probably. Mm -hmm. But there's only going to be like four or five. From all of your lifetime, from your generation, all the most famous people you know, all the most impactful people you know, it's going to be whittled down to 15 
that are going to exist in history books or in pop in media in some way after after 50 years. It's just weird to think like Ryan Reynolds. Nobody's going to know who he is in 50 years. <laughs> John Favreau might as well Why not, not? Have existed. Because they're not famous enough. Because very few fucking famous people. Go back and watch a movie from 1940 and recognize that everybody on screen was famous in 1940 and everybody knew who they were. But you maybe know one person. You're like, oh, Clark Gable, I remember him. But you don't know who the other people were. Because most famous people don't, I mean, nothing exists past that 50 years, including celebrities. And so it's, I don't know, I've just, I've been thinking a lot lately about like, you can never tell what's going to stand the test of time and what doesn't. And it's always a, a bit surprising. I think we'll still have Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> I, do we have Dick go. Van Dyke now? I don't know. Uh-huh. 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 I, I was watching an interview where Dick Van Dyke was talking about his, his outlook on life and how he's very active and he just tries to make new friends all the time because all of his friends died. Yeah. Like every single one of them. Well, he's got to be like 98, right? He's up there. Yeah. I think about that with bands all the time. Like... If you go back to 1997 and you go, dude, you know who's like super popular, like still around reunion tour, uh, kicking off a new album in 2023, 2024 is Blink-182. I don't think anybody would have thought that was a thing that stuck around. It would have been any number of other bands. That is... That is a great example, Eric. It's like you you look at all those bands and you look at who's popular at the time and you're like, oh, well, Third Eye Blind is huge. They're clearly going to be the ones that are going to release 30 albums and stand. Right. They're going to be the Rolling Stones someday, but they're not. It's Green Day and Blink-182 are yeah. going to be the Beatles and the Rolling Stones going on their final tour for the 50th fucking time when they're yep. in their 70s. That's mm-hmm. who it's going to be. And all those other bands that were just as good as them or that people like just as much as them won't. It's just weird. It's just weird what 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 stands the test of time and what doesn't. Yeah. Either way, Shaq Shaq will be remembered. Absolutely. I think yeah. you're absolutely right. I think you're yeah. absolutely right. Yep. Well, this was a good episode of the So Alright podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what this was? Well, Andrew vanished, <laughs> and it was, and I was very distracted by that. He's still gone. Yeah, Andrew said he's not feeling well and needs to uh, needs to take off for a little bit. What, what if we take um, when he came back after throwing up, uh-huh. cut there, and then redo the second half of this podcast? <laughs> uh, if you, yeah, we could do that. Well, if we didn't and you hear this. I just missed him. I missed him too. Yeah, and me too. I missed him too. He provides so much. Uh, he always provides so much unique energy to these kinds of questions, and he always has like a fresh take yep. on it. I'm but bummed we didn't get it. If you like hearing from uh, Gus, take two. Here we go. Three, two, one. If you like hearing from Jeff and Gavin, uh, wow. <laughs> check out. <laughs> check out. Uh, Does it do? Which premieres on uh, on January 29th on our YouTube channel and on. Facepod.com, a new season of Does It Do, and you can see if it does. That's right. It's Jeff and Gavin, and they're back, and Gus is not there. Gus is nowhere to be found on this. It's just it's Jeff and Gavin, and it's very good. <laughs> play, here, here's a game you can play while you're watching season two of Does It Do. See if you can spot the moment where I where I I bleed, but hide it from the cameras this time so nobody knows. I, actually, I just proofed that before this. Incredibly obvious. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> Well, there yeah. you go. You'll be able to tell when I bleed. Oh man! <laughs> you went. Fly- that might be the first time I've ever knocked anyone flying. I, you knocked me flying, dude. You definitely did. I didn't know I had it in me. 
Can't <laughs> well, don't, don't have it in you again. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I won't. It wasn't on purpose. <laughs> uh, I hope this wasn't the worst episode we've ever made. We'll see. I think it was. We'll leave it up, we'll leave it up to the audience. <laughs> Ooh, if Gavin's out, that's bad. No, honestly, the worst episode we ever made is where I had to talk about Snoopy for a while. No, I kind of hmm. like Snoopy. Yeah, I, I think that was the worst episode we ever had. No. There's some pretty Gavin-heavy ones that aren't great. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. God. God damn. Hey there, everybody. You think you probably are just winding down listening to the end of episode 190, but we're not going to do that to you because it was a weird fucking ending. I don't know if you noticed, but Andrew disappeared for about a half an hour there. I we died. didn't know what the fuck was going on. So we're recording this. What is this? Two days later, three days later, Andrew, you are still alive. I'm still alive. Thankfully. Can we finish the fucking episode now? What did I miss, first of all? What were we talking about when I, when I had to dip we out? We were fucking vamping hard, dude. Oh, vamping hard? It was, really? Yeah, it was like 20 minutes of vamp. Gavin accused me of, of just switching over and filming an episode of So All Right in the middle of it. Um, <laughs> it wasn't an accusation. I was just saying it was, it was Andrewless, so we ended up just like shooting the shit. It was, it was nice. I enjoyed it, but... I apologize. So I was, as I mentioned, I started antibiotics and I had like an allergic reaction to it that I didn't know. I spent most of that recording thinking my appendix burst and I was just trying to gut it out. Uh, but it was it was not easy. And then it just got to a point where I couldn't even listen. Well, you like said this mark. to me. You, you were talking about how it felt like you had, your appendix was going to burst. And then afterwards, you told me that you had it removed. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't sure because I had, I had like a surgery for unrelated stuff as a kid <laughs> in that area, and I couldn't remember if they just were like, "This isn't an issue," but maybe it will be later. So we took it out. So I had to confirm. I had to look at my medical history. So where is your appendix now? I don't know where it is, but it's not in me. That's okay. all I know. It's gone. So it's unrelated. Regardless, I just saw Iron Claw. Please don't gut anything out. I don't want you to die in a fucking hotel in Japan someday. Oh, like geez. go to the doctor immediately. How north is Japan? Is that north? Is that is Japan genuinely north from where I am, or, or do, is it north or, or lower east? Okay, it's like southeast, <laughs> but it is northern hemisphere. Who do you think has the most appendixes? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Well, like most people either have one or none. Do you think anyone has like a collection of appendixes <laughs> in a jar? You think there's someone that has like a wisdom appendix? That oh, I just think you could have, in? you could win the record. You could win, you could have right. the top rank with very few appendixes, unless you're in like a, a study of appendix. <laughs> prob there's probably a museum of, like there, have you ever been to the Mudder Museum in Philadelphia? No. No. It's like a museum of like uh, medical oddities and they have like 400 babies that had spina bifida and so you could just go look at like th a wall of oh like 300 spina bifida kids i'm sure there what? is like a museum that's just yeah a, just a, a bunch of burst appendixes you know like how some people get born with two cocks or like a third arm <laughs> do you think anyone has had a second appendix inside them because that would be probably the worst thing to have two of because they're completely oh. worthless aren't they like sometimes you have an extra finger or nipple it would be, the, I guess it'd be the best thing to have two of, but also the worst because it's, it's not like you can use it. I was thinking, I was, I was just to, to take a minute, just a, a sidestep. I appreciate Jeff. You went with an actual museum. My mind immediately went to like the guy that's trying to collect every copy of Speed on VHS, like oh. the appendix <laughs> equivalent of that dude, just in a truck filled with appendixes, being like, hey, you got one? I'll take it. I'm getting all of them.
the first person with a double appendix was in 1892. That we know of. Yeah, that that we know of. Uh, it's, it's prevalence is very, very low. It's found in two in every 50,000 cases that have had surgery for appendicitis, but that's for people who I've never had appendicitis. I might have five. I have no idea. Uh, Yeah, that's true. What do you think would be the absolute worst to have two of brain? Oh, easy. No, (laughs) nose, nose, double nose sucks. Yeah. Mm. Double nose sucks. I think butthole. Double diarrhea. <laughs> oh, that's bad too. Here's the problem with the nose, though. This is like a, a well discussed topic. Your nose is in the perfect spot. There's no other place for a nose to be that would be as convenient. So the idea of a double nose being anywhere else is terrible. <laughs> I think instead of instead of being centered between your eyes, you just have a nose below each eye. Oh no, that's pretty good. And I then mean, you have like stereo smell. <laughs> And you would think it was weird and gross until you found the first person with two noses that you thought was hot, and then suddenly you'd get very used to it very quickly. <laughs> I, I always thought that oh, taste God. buds were in the perfect spot, and that the worst other place that they could go would be like the palm of your hands. Oh, you'd just be like sucking doorknobs. You know where I used to want taste buds to be? I used to want them to be on the roof of my mouth because of hamburgers. Oh. When I was a kid, I always bugged me that I would eat a cheeseburger, but I would never taste the cheese because it's up. And so I would try to eat my <laughs> hamburger upside down so that I could get more cheese into my into my bite. But then like stuff starts to fall out. And I always thought when I was a kid, why the fuck aren't my taste buds up top where the cheese is? I feel like those taste buds would be specifically for cheese and peanut butter. Mm. Ah. Seems like we should be able to evolve that, right? <laughs> I appreciate that you were eating the cheeseburger backwards instead of just putting the cheese on the bottom. What am I going to do? Go to a fucking Wendy's and be like, can you please put my, my cheese on the bottom, please? I'm nine. No. Yeah. I don't have that <laughs> yeah, Why option. not? Absolutely you can. Not everybody's Andrew Panton. Not everybody's figuring out how to hack fast food restaurants just as a ask. child. I don't feel like that's a big ask. Uh, I, any ask of a grown-up by me as a kid was a big ask. That's fair. That's a good, good point by Nick. Why is all of, all of the pizza ingredients on the top where you yeah. don't taste them as well? Do you have well, to turn it? You flip it over in your mouth? Have we all been eating pizza the wrong way? I think that's why they made calzones, right? Well, that's all on the inside, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's all on top. What's in your favorite calzone? What's an ideal calzone for you? I don't give a shit. Cal- it's all the same. <laughs> I feel like the, the, a calzone is one of the few things that you, it, the idea is so much better than the execution. <laughs> oh, I love calzones. I disagree. It's never as good as a pizza of the same thing, no, though. On occasion. If you get a good calzone, it is. But they're few and far between. Hmm. Jeff's suddenly having calzone opinions. Fascinating. <laughs> I've had calzone opinions my whole life, dude. I'm no stranger to calzones. I never claimed you were a stranger. You just seem very like, I don't give a fuck about calzones, what's in them, whatever. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's I mean, good. I just think they're kind of bog standard. I'm with Gavin. But I will say that I've had calzones that have been like above and beyond before. I've had calzones wow. that are so good that they make me continue to order calzones that I can continually be like, oh, I should have just got the pizza. Which is what I think nine times out of ten when I get a calzone. Right. But you get like one or two fucking uh, like just top tier calzones. That'll, that, that alone will convince you to, to fucking search out another 20 or 30 before you get I, I need to find my calzone then. Because every time I get one, I'm like, ah, the pizza version would have been better. I like a calzone because you can go into battle with a calzone. And you don't need to worry about it. You can't take a pizza into a fight. There's a portability with a calzone that it's makes true. it unique. Same with a Cornish pasty. It's secure. Everything's packed in. It's great. Uh, where to eat the world's best calzone uh, pizza? Uh, oh, 
Antica, Naples, Italy. What are you wanting, Eric? What is a cor- what is a Cornish pa- pasty? Cornish. It's pasty? like a a much more flaky. It's like imagine a calzone, but with very flaky pastry oh. and like meat and peas and shit inside. <laughs> Potato. Oh, never mind. Not maybe uh. not peas so much, but now Cornish. <laughs> that's I always hear of like a Cornish game hen. That is a type of chicken, right? And not has very little to do with corn itself. Uh-huh. Cornish is usually from Cornwall. Really? Oh, it's a region thing. Yeah, it's like the southwest of I England. I didn't know that. That's I had no idea. I had That's really I think, interesting. No clue. I think a Cornish pasty, and this could just be one of those old uh, wives' tales, where they would send Cornish pasties down the mines, and you didn't have to worry about cleaning or getting like coal and shit all over your food, because you could just mm. take a bite out of the corner and then just suck the filling out. The worst food experience in the mines was whenever a bean hole would fall from the sky. Oh. <laughs> it's dangerous. It's a, it's a real talking mine food, so you got to watch out for the beans. Didn't we film a ghost hunt show where about dudes that fell in a mine tra- transporting food to each other, and we did a thing where we had a pizza go down on a, with a little parachute? Do you remember that, Gav? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the weirdest fucking deja vu as Andrew as Andrew started describing. He started talking about food in the mines, and I was like, "We filmed this." I was gonna say it's incre- if you ever send a pizza via parachute and don't remember that that it, you've had quite the luck. <laughs> that would definitely be an instant. I remember that is not a usual occurrence. Uh, that's a good point. I think that was the very last thing we ever filmed for Haunter, actually. You might be right. Do you think if you were a miner and you lived under or worked underground, would you go for the bean hole in the ground or in the ceiling? Ground. Yeah. You would just put it all even further down yeah. in the ground? Yeah, I think so. I like the way you're thinking. I think we should go ceiling bean hole. I think Because if you now, flip the pot upside yeah. down, mm-hmm. you could potentially have a gravity fed bean dispenser. All right. So I, anyway, mm. I changed my mind and we put it in the ground now. <laughs> well, now I'm kind of in like kind of like what Gavin's going with it. It's kind of like yeah, imagine a little how tap. you feed a hamster water. Yeah. Right? I don't trust it. I I live in a world of acme where anything metal above me that can fall is an instant death. So I want I want that in the ground. No, just wanna, think of like a roofs. just think of like a plastic or a metal nozzle that comes out. It's at mouth height. You put your mouth on it, and then you spin a wheel slowly. <laughs> it releases beans at the speed that you're comfortable with. You close it back up, and much like much like a Cornish pasty, your hands are fucking dry of food, and you didn't end up eating a bunch of coal. I was uh, imagining be- it like like airport nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that seems too dangerous. <laughs> I think you just go straight into the mouth. Okay. I love the idea of a miner accidentally connecting with the bean hole reserve and beans just flying out of the wall. <laughs> trying to clear some yeah, like rocks the bean pocket. raining beans. You hit the bean vein. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, Christ. Uh, does that feel like a better ending to the episode now that we're all together and we know Andrew didn't die? I feel good about it. I think so. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, lovely. I like it. I just want to give the audience an hour of Andrew. Yeah. Well, how much additional time did we... I'm not looking at my recording. 11, 12 minutes. We've given him an extra 12 minutes. Andrew, you got another two or three minutes in you? Oh, absolutely I did. All right, take take it away. What were you going to talk about last week that you didn't... Oh, two days ago, whatever. I don't even remember that, but what I am thinking about now is what pizza has the best chance of survival in a parachute situation. Because I'm typically a pepperoni guy, but I don't know if I would trust pepperoni on Mm. top. 
but I feel like that's like the base pizza for travel. I think pepperoni is the only way you can you can do it because the pepperoni and the cheese together create a lattice work that hold it all together. I think any other ingredients falling off like sausages, you're fucked, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then if you just have cheese, I can just see the cheese sliding right down. I think something about the pepperoni is going to hold it in. Now, do you think the stuffed crust would at all change the scenario of what you could possibly be working with? It'd be heavier. You'd have to. Have I feel like it might absorb. I think by stuffing the crust, it might protect the toppings more. Like it's a crash pad essentially for the pizza. I'm imagining one of those uh, like buoyant things in the ocean that the heroes of films get picked up on at the end. Oh yeah. <laughs> now that is an idea. A survivability raft. That's a calzone. You slowly eat. <laughs> You're the ingredients. It's just the shell. Are there any dessert calzones? No, that's called a crepe. Fucking idiot. <laughs> that was way too aggressive. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I, Christ, I know, I'm man. just kidding. That was a joke. That seemed, that was How's in my it? head. I thought that'd be such a ridiculous thing to be mean about. Are you having, kidding. I wanted that having, reaction from Nick. Are you having phantom appendix pains again? Oh, we got to end the show. <laughs> <laughs> the question I had asked you, Andrew, that I never heard the answer from that we were talking about was uh, I had recently read or learned that, um, that people have, like, culturally, we have a 50-year memory. And anything that's older than 50 years disappears from our understanding. Like, it might as well have never happened. And that applies to celebrities. And we're just talking about how very few celebrities are going to survive 50 years from now and still be remembered. And mm -hmm. I was just asking if you had any... I think what I wanted to do was ask if, who you thought would survive the, I guess, oh. uh, the test of time. That's a, like, a great question. Like Taylor Swift probably will make it, but oh. like nobody's going to remember Mark Ruffalo 50 years from now. <laughs> you know who's going to get lost to time that that it's like a real goddamn shame that they will because they're great and everything they're in? I have an Eric? immediate answer to this. Uh, Eric will be eternal. Gooch pooch? You kidding me? <laughs> what the fuck? My answer is John Hawks. John Hawks is such a great actor. He, he's in so many things. I already don't know who he is. I don't know who that yeah. is now, yeah. Yeah, well, he's, <laughs> you may know him from Blue Streak, but if you look him up, he's in, he's a dramatic actor, typically. He mm. was in um, Eastbound and Down as Danny McBride's brother. He is a- Oh, oh yeah, I know who like, that dude is. Absolutely. Yeah, he's yeah, really him. good. He's a, he's a fantastic actor that I just has never had, like, that role where everyone's like, oh, yeah, that guy. He's like the guy you walk out of the movie from and go, like, he was fucking good, but you don't know who he is. John Hawks will not stand. Yeah. He's certainly fucked historically, but then, but I mean, like I'm thinking, like Sandra Bullock, uh, people like that level won't be remembered either. You know, I think. That's true. Well, I also think Mark Ruffalo will be remembered because he may, you always remember the names of people who have played superheroes. Like you can name all the Supermans. I completely agree. Yeah, I think because who of the was Marvel the thing? first Superman? Uh, oh, what's his name? It was someone similar to Reeves, wasn't it? <laughs> I, do you don't remember it? Is what is the it's answer? Like a, I know that. So you it, don't always you don't remember the very first fucking Superman and the only Superman for like forty years. Well, that was TV, wasn't it? Yeah, but he was the original Superman, and I guarantee you don't remember the lady who played Lois Lane. Well, he was Ben Affleck, right? Was the original <laughs> Superman? It was George Land? Reeves. Was the George original Reeves. Superman? Yeah. yeah, and then Christopher Reeve. You remember all the superheroes that existed within the fifty years that you've been alive, or, or I guess in your window. My point is to that. You can Google that. Like, that's a very naturally Googleable thing and a thing that people in the future will learn. Nobody's looking up who was Henchman 3 in Blue Streak. 
Like that's yeah. John Hawks is. Fuck. You can't keep using Blue Streak as a touchstone. You that can't. was the first it's thing I not, saw of it as a kid. It, it, you just is that the movie where they hit the diamond and it, it, yes. it became a police yeah. station? Yeah, it is. <laughs> you just keep he using it as a touchstone. He plays Martin Lawrence's best friend who is on the crew and he gets God, murdered oh. by the evil members of the crew. He was the good guy of the criminals that, that doesn't make it out of the first act. I was thinking about that in a different sense. So you may remember that. Yeah, well, I will, but I'm saying history won't. I would say that people don't remember Henchman 3 of current movies. Yeah. What I was thinking about in sort of relation to this is how weird it will be when the entire cast of Fast and Furious is dead, and that I will most likely be alive for that. There will be a time in which all of the actors will have died. You think you're going to outlive, like, Michelle Rodriguez? Oh, 100% I'm going to outlive Michelle Rodriguez. Easily. Really? Yeah, he's going to make sure of it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, she's pretty young, right? No, she's, she's, I mean, she's probably close young. to my age, maybe. Yeah, she's a little younger than Jeff's me. Age. Early 40s. She was pretty young in the first one. Uh, and also, well, the first one was 100 years ago. Yeah, it was she's, a long time ago. She's 45. Yeah, she's three yeah. years younger than me. Also, she's in fantastic so. shape and seems to take very good care of herself. So uh, I think she's probably going to, probably, fingers crossed, she makes it for a while. Yeah, I'm not wishing death upon any of these people. And then <laughs> if, I, if I were a major player in Fast and Furious, I'd be watching my fucking back now after Andrew. Yeah. Okay. Where were you when Paul Walker died? Uh, I was thinking about his work in Into the Blue is where mm. I was. Underrated film. What? I think properly rated. I feel like every everyone saw Blue Streak. And why is that? Like... It was it like TBS was for me Martin a lot. Lawrence. Yeah, it was like a huge movie, but it wasn't really... Is it like an original IP? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah but it, 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 people saw it because it was Martin Lawrence at kind of the height of his popularity. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was when Martin Lawrence was... I mean, he, he was a big draw at the time. Which is the best movie with blue in the title? Blues it's not Brothers? Blue Crush starring Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> Thank you that much. Movies with blue in the title. Blue Fuck. Valentine is, is a rough Oh, Blue watch, Velvet. But easily, easily. It's Blue Velvet. Yeah, Blue Velvet's good. Not Into the Blue. <laughs> Movies with I think that's the first time I saw Josh Brolin. It's Into the Blue. It's a villain. You didn't see him in Goonies? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think I saw Goonies. I think I saw Into the Blue first. I've definitely seen oh. Goonies. Was there a blue heat? If there wasn't, we should make it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of shit called blue, apparently. <laughs> Uh, okay, Mo now we should wrap up. Blues Brothers, <laughs> that Blue Lagoon. Oh, Blue Lagoon. Uh, Blue Blues Lagoon. Clues, Biloxi Blues, Best Deep Blue use. Sea was a good movie. Holy shit, there's a bunch of blue movies. Blue Best Sky. use of blue. Chris Penn, Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> Fantastic. Out of the fucking blue. Such a great delivery. <laughs> Anyway, we should wrap this up because this is a post thing and we're almost at like 20 minutes. My Blue Heaven with Rick Moranis and Steve Martin. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, haven't seen I don't know what that is. Are you serious? Oh, my God. Rick Moranis is an FBI agent. Steve Martin is a mob guy. He turns state's evidence and rats on the mob. And so oh, he gets put into I'm witness feeling protection. pain. My pain's. Oh, I got to go. Oh, the uh, pain. we should wrap it up. Andrew's hurting <laughs> again, man. We got to we got to end oh, this thing. No. So then sorry, he has to move into the suburbs thought, and he's Jeff, like a fish really out of water. But Steve yeah, Martin, he's like that a funny New Yorker guy. Thought, we should You're really gonna end love this it. thing. We'll see oh, you next time. Thanks for listening. Andrew just died. We're going to go make funeral arrangements. Bye bye. Your next Vin Diesel. Oh, <laughs>
Hey guys, Major League Fan Jack here with a look at next week's episode of Face. Toothpaste Life Hacks. It's cold outside. Eyeballs are weird. Did you know a marathon is roughly 65,000 steps that Andrew hasn't taken yet? Who remembers the Animorphs? Let's make some beverages. Is it time for another Halo bet? And once again, Andrew does not eat the pencil. All that and more on next week's episode of Face.